You are listening to the She Salt Podcast. I am your host, Kathy Lighton, and my co-host are Shanaa Sony and Leah Fox. We are three women in our 50s, all with stories to tell and vast perspectives. We are everything from lifelong yogis, Reiki master, NASA scientist, helicopter pilot, life coaches, and plant medicine enthusiasts. This podcast's goal is to add feminine flavor to every subject under the sun, from sexuality to out-of-body experiences. We have you covered. Follow and listen along. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of She Salt Podcast. Today, our topic is the second of the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, which is don't take things personally. This one is really tough. This one, I think, is even harder than the first one for me in particular. Now, I work on the first one daily, which is be impeccable with your word. And it's funny, Leah, I want to talk to you a little bit into that a little bit too, because I listened to something the other day that uh, enlightened me on be impeccable with your word. But today's subject matter is to not take things personally. And we being humans tend to really take everything personal and it takes conscious thought and effort and constant forgiveness of yourself and others to really not hold on to things personally. We're all going to initially take it personally, but I think it's the recognition that you are actually doing that and letting it go and realizing that that's not you, that's someone's perception. And it's hard to let go of. Um, But this was Leah's topic that she picked. So Leah, welcome today. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I have to giggle at us sometimes because, you know, we we have lots of technical difficulties sometimes getting this thing going and we're a little flustered by the time it it takes off. But uh, here we are. We made it. We figured it out. Thanks to Doug. (laughs) If Doug's editing this, thank you, dear. I appreciate you very, very much. Don't take it personal. We love you so much. Thank you. I know. Okay, so it is, today is a Sunday. It is Memorial Weekend, and um, hopefully everybody's enjoyed themselves and had a safe holiday. Leah, what drawn you to this subject? Well, I mean, without going into grave detail, like, you know, good, a bit about what's going on and what I've been moving through for the past several months. And I think this is something that, has come back to me again and again, Mm -hmm. where I have to say uh, to myself not to take it personal, uh, the things that I've been moving through, and it isn't about me, (laughs) right? Right. Because I think initially um, moving through something like this in, in any way, shape, or form where it's impacted your life, maybe even on a traumatic level, is when somebody is causing undue stress in your life it's not happening to you but oftentimes it's happening for you i mean i've learned a lot going through this and so that's what made me want to bring this topic up is because i had to and i've had to um 
remind myself of this yeah um, multiple times you know it's that it's sort of that old saying like i'm not responsible for how you see me you know um or what you think of me is not my business right um and that's hard to grapple with too um but i think you know when we're going through something hard like that you can't take personal how that person treats you but we do have to take personal the lessons we gain from it right um and that's the part that i think people tend to miss they just want to blame and and we do it i do it i do it and i'm not i'm not saying that you know i'm above that because i do it instantly instantly you know like well how dare you or you know you have no right to do that to me or that's not what my what i said or how i said it. you know those sorts of things but you know you have to what is the thing the mirror you know you have to look at the mirror you have to mirror that back and see and you have to have compassion too you know you have to understand that if somebody's being really hateful or, or hurtful or whatever to you there's something within them that they're dealing with that they're they're going through but you also don't have you don't take it personal you don't absorb it as your pain uh, you don't absorb it as your issue or your problem um, but you also you don't take it personal but you do take care of your person right so that's i think that's a whole nother you know podcast altogether. Yeah. i mean um, that's the, the other half of this yeah yeah it's layered like i can have compassion for this person that's saying and doing these harmful things but i also have to have compassion for myself and although i'm not going to take what you're saying to me personally I'm going to realize that within me, there is this is hurting me somehow, and I need to take care of my person. And when I say my person, I mean physically, and I mean emotionally, and I mean spiritually, because if we're putting these places where we're taking things personally that we don't that that aren't ours to own, then it's a lesson. Right. It's a lesson. And I think I think it's it's really hard to like kind of wrap your a lot of people to wrap their head around what I'm trying to say is. But don't take it personal. Stop for a second and go, this is not me. You know, this is not being directed at me. This is something that this person's going through. And I acknowledge that. But that's not mine to own. That's theirs. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I heard you, I heard what you have to say, that's for you to deal with, and I'm gonna step aside, and I'm gonna process this myself. Well, I wanna first give props to Don Miguel Ruiz, because another reason why I chose this is I've been asked probably a handful of times is, well, what has been the most pivotal book that you've read? Yeah that has sent you on your way down this journey that, you know, I, I've been maneuvering. It was the four agreements. Me and too. When after I read that book, it, it was a life changing book for me. And it's a very, for me, easy read. It's not that big. No, 
It's just more like a, a handbook for life. Right. And I, on an annual basis, every year at the beginning of the new year, I read it. Oh, that's a good idea. I need to reread it. Yeah. And I check in with myself is, well, how have, how have I been doing with that agreement? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like the first one is be impeccable with your word. And um, I think if, if you started with that, if everyone practiced that, we wouldn't have the problem of taking things personally <laughs> because everybody would be checking themselves before they say what they say. Um, and that's really hard. And, you know, I, I was telling you earlier that I was listening, I was listening to this message and I, I can't think of the name, Michael Murata, maybe, I'm not sure, a spiritual teacher, he's out of Sedona. Um, and he was talking about making um, soul contracts with yourself. And he said that they, they start with just the things you say. Mm-hmm. The things you say that you don't realize that you're saying, like, it, you know, like if you're if you say to someone like or if you continue in a relationship that, you know, is harmful to you and you continue in that saying, I want to help them. You're creating a contract with your words, with that person that you are now um, obligated to help this person through their issues. And in, and in doing so, you are enabling them in some ways. And you are, until you break that contract, until you close that door, until you cut that cord, you have verbally and spiritually made a connection with someone. And I don't think people get it. Like people don't understand how powerful saying and verbalizing, even mentally, telling yourself, I have to help this person. It's my job to help this person or they need me to do this. They can't do this without me. These are the thoughts and the words that create the patterns. And when you don't hold up in their mind to the promise you gave them, then they're going to say things that you're going to in turn take personally when you shouldn't. But I think there's also that part of us that needs to recognize that we agreed on some level to some people to to do that. Well, I think first, before we're making that agreement with that other individual, we're making that agreement within. Yeah, but there's a, there's it's coming from somewhere. Right. The reason, you know, it's coming from somewhere. But, you know, we learn that's what we're here to do. And yes, we're here to help people and we're here to, you know, render aid to other souls, no doubt. But you have to realize before you think and say what you say, the obligation you are creating. Right. The karma you're creating, the karma you're creating. And is it serving the highest good? for you and for the other person? Or would it be better when somebody delivers something really harmful to you for you to say, you know, I, I, I'm sorry you feel that way, but that's not mine. And I wish you the best in dealing with that. And I'm going to step aside and let you deal with that. Mm-hmm. And then you sit with yourself and tell yourself that wasn't, I didn't, I don't need to take that personally. I'm not going to let that live within me. I'm going to let that go and then process, right? Because like I said, initially, 
as humans, we're going to take that. We're going to take that blow and we're going to be like, oh, how dare they? You know, that's not that's not my, you know. And real about it. Yes. I know for me, when I after I first read this book and don't take it personal is something that I I feel that I've I've probably done a whole lot of in my life. You know, I know growing up, my my grandpa would say, don't wear your heart on your sleeve. And I would just take everything so personal. Yeah, yeah, me too. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I, I started to realize and practicing this j- just on the, the level with my friends at first. You know, when somebody would cancel plans, well, I would take it to heart and think, yeah. well, they didn't want to spend time with me or right. there was something else going on. I would take it so personally. And now if somebody's like, hey, I'm, something else has come up and I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life happens. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I get that too. I mean, I I you know I had I had a real stern father that would you know if you showed too much emotion, it's I'll give you something to cry about, you know, that sort of thing. So, I internally took in things and and it hurt. It hurt really bad. And you know, my father's anger wasn't mine. You know, but as a child, you're just like, everything is hurtful, you know. Um, but, you know, with your word and 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 then learning your role with your word, like I have one thing I have requested um, in prayer always is that I'm a healer to people. That's important to me. Right. In some way, maybe through this podcast, through through my yoga practice, through my daily interaction with people, I want to present myself in a healing manner. And sometimes I can do that very directly. And you know that personally. Um, but it, it, that directness is, and, 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 you know, when we, you and I talk about things like that, you, you understand my delivery and that it's, it's, it's honest, you know, that I feel this is what you need to hear. And I accept that from others as well. Like, give it to me. I want to hear it. You know, I need to hear it. I can take it. Um, but asking to be a healer, I have to understand that I've, I've created a contract. I've created a soul contract. I have declared to the universe and to God that I want to help people. And in doing that, I'm going to reap a lot of things. You know, I'm going to come in contact with a lot of hurt people, a lot of hurt souls, a lot of people with heavy burdens that they carry you. You don't you don't ask to be a, a healer in some manner and not I mean, you're going to get what you ask for. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in this is in this age of enlightenment, you know, everybody wants to be enlightened and everybody wants, you know, to, to be a light worker and all these things. Well, that comes with some heaviness, you know, that <laughs> if you're asking to give light, then what are you doing? You're 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 helping people out of their darkness. So you have to, it's a shamanistic sort of life that you're you're trying to live. But you learn through that. If you're really wanting to heal people through Reiki or yoga or through helpful podcast or alternative medicine, uh, plant medicine, whatever it is, you're going to encounter people's darkness. And you really need to be armored up on not being able to take things personally. 
Right. Because you are putting yourself, you have created a contract with God, with the universe, with yourself, that you are going to be a defender of the light, that you are going to bring light into the world. Well, in doing that, you have to face darkness, not only yours, but, but the people you're wanting to heal. And you have to respect it. And I think that's something that people in this genre that we're working in forget. It's not all love and light. And it's not all rid ourselves of the darkness. You know, the darkness has a purpose. It's there for a reason. And if we want everything to be balanced, you have to realize that there's a purpose for this darkness and there's a reverence to be had for it. Otherwise, you are not going to be able to help people see the light or to bring light into their lives. So learning to not take things personal is something that people who want to be light workers or healers better get down. Because if you're looking at someone who is filled with things that are haunting their soul and you want to help them, you better be ready because it's not pretty all the time. And first of all, you have to be able to look at yourself, too, and really deal with your own darkness and, and recognize it when it shows itself and not belittle it. Try to understand it. And until you can understand it and say, I see that, I, I recognize that, I acknowledge that, only then can you live with it and manage it and allow the light to shine on it. And uh, it's just, I think it's such a complex thing, but go ahead. I I don't want to take over. In my mind, you you say so many um, dear things and so many things come up to my mind. And, you know, I know for me, I'm all about rainbows, sunshines and unicorns. And I think you know this about me. And I do feel similarly in the fashion that you've got to deal with the darkness. Yeah both yours and the others that you're working with, um, for sure. And um, there's a lot of discomfort in that, but I also feel uh, like you are with me and a couple of my other really close friends are very firm. Yeah. You know, and I feel that it doesn't have to be all bubbles. and No. And, and, you know, you don't always have to be, You don't always have to be nice. We always need to be kind. But that also starts with you. You have to be, you have to sometimes be kind to yourself, right? You have to realize if you're in a situation where, okay, I don't want to take all this personal, but I'm going to put this person's well-being above my own. And you you can't, you can't do that. You come first. If you want to be a, a spiritual leader in any aspect, you have to understand it's like the mother on the airplane when the plane's going down and the oxygen masks fall. You can't help other people unless you are of able body and spirit and strong able body and spirit to do so. And when there comes a point that you are being abused, that's past taking things personal. That's saying, I'm no longer going to take anything you say or do to me personal. I'm going to allow you to heal yourself because I'm not going to Um, I'm not going to enable you. I'm going to cut you off from my source because until some people deal with their own darkness, 
there's no way anyone else is going to be able to help them. And, and that's, that's not for them to take personally. You're leaving or exiting anyone out there that's listening. You're leaving or exiting a situation that is not good for you, that is bringing you down and enabling you from doing your work. Let them be. Let them be. You know, you say something that makes me, um, jogs my memory a little bit. And when you're speaking those words is it's really important to have boundaries. And I think for this past year, this has been a lesson that's been coming to me is to have those boundaries. Yeah. Well, you're one of the kindest, sweetest people I know. And I mean that genuinely. Um, But boundaries are great things. They are good, good things. And as a, a person in, 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 a, in a field where we're in, where we're really wanting to be helpful and loving and, and, and help people, you can't do that unless you are stable and strong within yourself. And sometimes, you know, um, you, you help the people that want to be helped. If they don't want to be helped, then let them go. Let them be. Let them be. And, and if they take it personal, that's theirs to work on. And you can't take personal what they say in retaliation to you no longer enabling them. How dare you leave me? Or I don't have anyone else. Or, you know, you promised this or you promised that. And um, you just look at them and say, don't take it personal. That's for you to deal with. I have to take care of me. And you know, that uh, that gentleman I was listening to where he was talking about being impeccable with your word, he was talking about that we create these contracts with people. When you say things like, I'm here for you. I'm going to help you deal with this. Those words carry immense power. And in a spiritual realm, that's the same as you signing a contract with this person, right? And until you truly like, disembowel that agreement, it's, it's gonna, you're going to continue to feel obligated to fulfill that contract. Because on a spiritual level, it's going to keep coming back because to them, that that contract is still valid. You still, you told me this, you still owe me this. And he said that, you know, the best way to handle that is, is to set yourself down and, and admit, yes, I did this. I did this in a moment of emotional attachment or weakness. And I, I asked to be released from this. I no longer feel the need to fulfill this obligation. And I do not feel it is in my or the other person's best intentions that I continue to fulfill this agreement. It's sort of like pleading temporary insanity. Like I was kind of crazy at that moment. I really didn't think that through. So now I'm ready to just, you know, please forgive me for, for, for not thinking before I spoke. And I release myself from this. Um, and that's the best way to dissolve that. It doesn't take, you know, hiring someone to go in your Akashic records and say, can you close this door? Can you unbind this agreement or dissolve this agreement? Because really nobody can do that but you. No one can do that but you. You, no one, I mean, you can't hire somebody to go in and clean up your spiritual shit. <laughs> That's your job to do, you know? So 
I think we got off track. But anyway, (laughs) not taking things personal is, I think it starts with your word, though. And there's a reason he put that first. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that's the first agreement. Because when when we're not careful what we say, if we're not if we're not ready to be impeccable with what we say, then we're going to take things personal. Well, well, I also like the following too: is don't take and uh, don't make assumptions. Yeah, that one's hard. That one's hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then do your best. Yeah, I mean, I actually said that yesterday, or was it this morning? I'm not sure. Um, where I told somebody I did the best that I could do given the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Given the scenario, given the lack of, you know, and where you were. Yeah. And where you were at that moment, you know, you're not where yesterday or a week ago, you're not where you are today. You don't know. You didn't know then what you know now. Right. I mean, hindsight's 2020. If, If I could go back to a week ago to a certain situation, I'm sure I would do it different than I did today because I know more today, you know, so you have you did the best you could. Yeah, where I will say the four agreements has been my handbook for the past several months. It's a great handbook. It's a great it handbook. I was like, wait a second. I was, yes, I was doing my best. I'm going to make no effing assumptions. Right, right. What's and happened was, lately? What's happened lately that was something you caught yourself that you took personally that you shouldn't have? I took personally. Um, I think just like little things, the, the, for me, it was just, you know, a cancellation of something that I was look, looking forward to. And then I think I dove into a rabbit hole of feeling, um, feeling like this person didn't want to be around me, that I might have said something or did something wrong. And so they weren't, and instead of just confronting it or telling me, I was taking it personal. So that was that was probably my most recent thing where yeah. that had happened. And like, probably forming an assumption too, right? Yeah, and I caught myself with it. I'm like, good God, girl, just stop yeah. it. But, you know, it's programming. We're programmed in society yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. You, that's about me. That's got to be about me. And you did that because of this, even though you have no idea why they did anything that they did, but you're going to assume they did. That's our human nature. Well, I think my wound right now isn't so much that it's that I've, I've been lied to. And this is all going back to be impeccable with your, yeah. I try very hard, even though it sometimes it hurts inside like gosh I really don't want to say this to somebody but right. I'm like I'm gonna say it yeah so I'm gonna try and be as honest as I possibly can with people even if it's not good news right and so there's honestly this is where I think I get hung up is a little bit of an expectation that somebody is going to provide that back to me yeah you know, if you don't want to spend time with me tell me that but don't make up a lie Right, just right. The truth. Just do, do me, me at least the honor of of telling me how you feel, because then we won't waste any more time. We'll be just be right. like, all right, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It happens. It happens all the time. Things, you know. So just tell me the truth. Say, hey, I'm just making stuff up in my mind. I got a date tonight, Leah, so I can't go out with you. 
okay. And you'd be I like, cool, it. that's awesome, good for you. You know, so it's just little things like that. And sometimes, you know, and this is even with friends, just yeah. tell me. Yeah. I love you. If you've got a hot date and you don't want to spend the evening with me, so be it. Or maybe you're tired. Maybe it's, you know, yeah. you're just not there right now. You know, it's okay, whatever it is. But, you know, yeah. it, I think too, like, for me, some for me, like if I make an agreement with someone to do something with them, I feel the need to be impeccable with my word and keep my plans if I can. Um, so, so there I go expecting of others what I would do, right? Right. Um, and that's not exactly how you're supposed to handle things either, right? You shouldn't and expect. They, and then when they don't. Yeah, right. So it's a loop. It's like a vicious (laughs) loop. But but, you know, like if they make an agreement with you and they don't keep it, but they're honest with you as to why, then I respect that. It's like, you know, I think we mentioned in an earlier podcast, like people don't always like the truth, but they respect it. Right. And I just feel the same way that if something like that is to happen or the way that it's unfolding, if this individual in your scenario, if you're doing the best that you can, but let's just say you have a rough day and you were, you, you made your word with somebody, you said, I'm going to be here, be there at this particular time. You had an unruly day. You're doing the best that you can do just to get through that day. And if not making it to that appointment or that dinner date, because you're spent and you tell them, then so be it. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've been through some lessons lately about not taking things personal. You know, I've been hurt here lately by people close to me. um, And I took it really personal. I mean, I really brought that home. And and when when it's people that you really love or, you know, have grown up with or people that you're close to in some way and and it's it's a very hurtful thing it's really hard not to take it personal and the thing is I what I will do is I will feel it I'll feel every bit of it I'll feel the anger I'll feel the bitchiness I'll feel the the heat of it and then I'll feel the hurt and I'll absorb the hurt and then I'll be thankful for the hurt because I'm I'm glad I can feel it You know, I'm glad I can feel it. I'm glad that whoever they are, they mean enough to me that I, I, you know, the more you hurt, the more you love them, right? It's like the more you grieve, the more you loved someone, you know, you can, you can measure your love by the amount of grief that you hold for something. And I grieved, I grieved for a little while. And And then perfectly healthy to I mean I've heard that again and again from different teachers that I've had in order to heal it you got to feel it there's nothing that says that you can't hurt and be in that moment with it or sit with it yeah you have to I mean you can't just you can't just go from anger and hang on to that anger right you just just hang on that that'll eat you up right so I sat with it I grieved over it I forgave it and I let it go, and and I let it go. I really have. But here's here's what else I also did with it. I came to an understanding, and it's like I said earlier, where when a situation where you where where what you're giving cannot be returned, 
and it's harmful to you, then there comes a place where you say, I forgive you, I accept, and I respect how you feel. I'm going to step away from this situation, and I'm, I'm done with it. But I wish you the best. And, and mean it. And mean it. Like, right. And, and, and just accept that, you know, I, I really got a beautiful lesson from that. Do I, do I wish it were different? Sure. Yes, it, I do. But at the same time, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. We're all different people. We all see things differently. We all have different perspectives. But I got a great lesson. I got a great, great lesson. And um, I realize now that I can't take that personal. That's from where they're coming from. And that's what they have to work through. And I have to let them work through it. You know, when you say that, it makes me think of the Ho'oponopono prayer. What's that? I forgive you. I forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard. I mean, all this stuff we're talking about is so hard, but yet so love, right? I mean, love love can be hard. Doing the loving thing is usually a lot harder than doing the, the hateful thing. It's easy to say nasty things. It's easy to take things personally. It's easy to assume. It's really hard to not <laughs> to not do those things, right? That's why I love Don Miguel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I then really- and then do your best. You know, <clears throat> I mean, do your best. And how often do we really think about that? Like when you do something to do it your best. So when you say that, I also think of others as well. You know, there are times that people do some really interesting things. And in the back of my mind, I have to think in my heart, um, this person is doing the best that they can with what they've got or with what they know. I'm in in allowing them to have some level of grace in this. I I know for me that I have to do that because I can't just think that somebody is uh, an individual is going around and just wanting to just be that hurtful or to act a particular way. And I think it's just what they know and it's where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that is giving grace to people for sure. Like just, I'm not in their shoes. I'm sure where they are, they're doing the best they know how to do. Often, often right. it's they're doing the best they know how to do. They know how to do. Yeah, and they're you know that saying that goes when you know better, you do better. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Right now, that's exactly where they're at, and so I feel, I feel compelled to give some grace. And yeah, I'm not saying I let them get away with everybody, everything, and I'm not saying that I'm a they're welcome mat, but I also know that. <clears throat> They have different experiences in life. Oh, yeah. It's, well, you know, I'm, I was listening to Maya Angela. I love her. Um, and her, she was speaking on forgiveness. And she's like, you have to forgive. Um, but she said, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean there was still welcome in my life. She, she says, when someone wrongs me, I say, I forgive you. But be gone. But be gone from my life. Let me move on. Move on. And that, you know, that you listen to that and you're like, well, I didn't expect sweet little my, you know, for her to be like, but be gone. And she's like, be gone from my life. I forgive you, 
but be gone. No, she goes, get out of my way. Get out of my way now. And that resonated with me in such a way, like, I forgive you from my heart, but get out of my way now. I'm moving on. Get out of my way. And I, I that, and, and I, I watched her say it. I watched it on a video, and I was like, that, I forgive you, but get out of my way now. And that was powerful. And that's to someone who's really hurt you, of course. In, in everyday life, you know, you have to forgive your partner, your, your best friends, you know, whatever. We, we have to forgive people. We, we, we are people. We do wrong all the time. I hope people have the grace to forgive me when I harm or, or hurt them. But at the same time, if I deeply wrong someone and they said, I forgive you, I would just be grateful for that. And if they said, get out of my way, I'd be like, you know, I would honor that too. Like, all right, understood. And that's an agreement. That's the sole contract right there. I forgive you. Now get out of my way. I'm moving on. And that's, that's powerful. Um, but there was something else I was going to bring up. There was something I was listening to, oh, listening to the other day where we were talking about do your best. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> It was this wonderful minister I loved so much, Reverend Jakes. Do you ever listen to him? Mm-mm. Oh, my God, he's so powerful. He's this uh, minister out of, I think he's out of Dallas or Houston, this real powerful black minister. He gets going. He's awesome. But I think it's Reverend Jakes is his name. But he was talking about taking on more than you should. Like in today's world, we think we can do all these things. And he's like, no, you can't. No, you can't. He goes, if you get a dog, you got to walk it. You know, you got you to clean up after it. You got it, it, to get it shots. You got to do these, these things. Take responsibility. If you get a house plant, you got to water it. You know, don't do things without mindfully thinking about what you're taking on. And don't take on more than you can do well. And if you can't, if you've got more things going on in your life that you can nurture and nurture, you if you can't nurture them well, something you need to be more mindful of what you're taking on. And he was just talking about society in general. And he was talking about how when we do all these things, we neglect other things and we start doing things like not being impeccable with our word, like making a because we're not focused. We got too many things going on. He goes, you're a mile wide, but you're only an inch deep. Mm-hmm. You're spread it. You're spread too thin. And it really made me reflect on the past couple of years since we've sold the studio and my life has kind of just went from 100 miles an hour to just. (laughs) And I was like, I was just I didn't know what to do with myself. You know, I've I've had a hard time kind of figuring it out. And I realized I've 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 only picked up the things I really love to do. And I'm really tuning in on doing those things well. And not worrying about more than I need. Now, I've, I've gotten, I've started some things that I realize I might, I might enjoy this, but this, I don't love it enough to do it well mm-hmm. or to nurture it well. You know, I, ha- I make jewelry and things on the side and I love doing it, but I don't love it enough to do it really well. Right. So that was one of those things. I'm like, I'm not going to make a business out of this. I mean, there's people that can sew, but they're not opening a sewing business, you know. So I let that go. And I realized that I love, love yoga on such a deep level of who I am. 
Mm-hmm. And now that I don't have a studio, I can grow my craft because I'm not inundated and I'm not distracted with a running a studio. It, it took away the joy, right? So now for me, it's, it's a love language. Yoga has become a love language for me. Mm. So now I have my yoga. I love my podcast. I feel like it's a way for me to help and heal people. It's a love language for me. I nurture it. It's important to me. Mm. And the other thing that's important to me is my husband's business, which is the photography. And I've begun to see in that where I can use my talents to help him. As an energy worker, I can make people feel comfortable and at ease in front of the camera. And I can make them look at their pictures and see how beautiful and confident and empowered. So these are where I have decided I will grow. And I don't have room for anything else because I understand now Mm -hmm. that in order for me to be somebody that's present in the world, I can't do everything. I can't do everything, you know. And, and although I want friends and I want tribe, I understand, too, that I can't be everything to everybody, right? Absolutely. And in doing, making these revelations, you realize I can be real impeccable with my word if, I'm, if, I, if I stop and think about what I say before I say it, because I'm not so distracted and spread so thin that I'm just saying things to satisfy myself and others or to present myself in a certain way. I don't take things personal as much anymore because I'm not so stressed out. You know, if you're stressed out and somebody comes at you with something like, you did this to me and I can't believe you did that or I don't want to do that with you or, you know, whatever, you're you're in a place where you're just going to take it personal. Whereas if you're kind of relaxed in life, you're like, peace man that's okay deal with that or I understand it's okay and the assumptions thing you know I I do that but I try really hard not to I I, I, I'm trying but I am doing the best right now I really am I'm at a place right now where I'm doing better about making wise choices and and doing the best at what I'm doing because I'm not overwhelmed I I find myself Um, on the regular reminding close friends, you know, that, that tell me things, um, reminding them not to take things personal. You know, they'll tell me of something that has happened and granted, I'm like, I can see why they're upset, but then I'm saying, you know, this isn't about you. It's about them. This has nothing to do with you and you're making it all about you. Yeah. Well, and you know, I also, what, go ahead. no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and then I know at work, um, assumptions seem to always come up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so at work, what I've learned to do is I let people know, I articulate myself, whether it's verbally or written, and I will ask, I don't want to make assumptions here. Right. Is this what you need me to do? Right, right. Yeah, that's good. You're good at that. You're better at that probably than I am. Um, I'm, 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 it's much more, I'm much more conscious of it now, right? I, it's kind of like check yourself. It's like you and I were talking about before the podcast. You're like, Kathy, maybe you should make a checklist. And I'm like, yeah, I probably should do that. Yep. 
I'm flying by the seat of my pants. But I'm much more, when it comes to these things, aware. Like when somebody comes at me with something, there's just a, there's, there's a, I, I feel my reaction, but I, I, I take the time before I respond. There's react and there's respond. And when you react, you're coming from a place of instant humanness. But when you respond, you stop and you consciously decide how you are going to react to that situation. So I'm, I'm learning to be more responsive instead of reactive. Um, and I think that's where it kind of starts. Because, you know, there's oftentimes we just want to say what we think people want to hear or what's going to impress them. And in doing so, we've, one, probably created some sort of agreement with that person. And, or, yeah, and that's why he says the four agreements. When you, when you speak something... You agree, you've, you're making an agreement. Um, so I, I want to really say what I mean. And I want when somebody comes back at me with something that's other than what I want to hear, I try to take a moment to be like, don't take this personal. And then if a situation unfolds itself and I'm making assumptions, I try to take a pause there and go, I have no idea where this is coming from. And I'm just doing my best. But you know what I was going to say when you were talking about um, assumptions <laughs> or personal, taking it personal. We we say it all the time. We're like, I take that personal. Or you, you tell someone, oh, that was personal. You know, and it's it's just such a human reaction, I think, to just take it personal. It just takes so much conscious effort to be able to check that. Be aware. <clears throat> you know, when you, when, and here's what I've noticed. And when an individual, i.e. myself or another, takes something personal about somebody who it, it's not really about you, it's about them. But now you're giving so much energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Taking it personal. Yeah. You know, which they go and say, and they walk on, and they're whistling. Right? Yeah, they don't even know what that what they just thought in yeah. your. But, but you know, let's take that to a deeper level. Let's say you're personally assaulted by someone. Of course, your person has been assaulted. You are going to take that on a personal level. But this is this is this is where you got to really like go to another level. And look at it. They, whoever assaulted you, assaulted you because of something within them, something within them, them own self. The act itself was not personally about you, although you personally absorbed it. It wasn't personally about you. They committed that crime or that act because of something they're lacking within themselves. And you have to understand that. And that's where you have to go through those feelings. That's where you have to learn what you, where, where can I gain something from this? And then you, and this may take a lot of time. You know, for me, it's, it's taken years. Mm-hmm. But you have to realize that that person is suffering on a really huge level. And this is why, like, when parents lose their children to a horrific act, you know, like this school shooting that we've just went through, and you hear them later after a, few, a year or so, they're like, I forgive them. 
And the reason they do that, and I understand this from things that have happened to me. Now, I've never lost a child, so I can't compare that pain. But when you hurt so deeply, so deeply, the only relief you're going to find is forgiveness. The only, the only relief you're going to find is forgiveness. Because if you don't, it's going to kill you. And it's going to turn you into the similar type of person that committed that crime. Mm -hmm. And you have to, you know, to some level, think, wow, that person, wow, how awful it must be to be you. Mm -hmm. How sad it must be to be you. And it's like Maya Angelou says, you don't forgive the act so much. You don't, you don't condone what was done. But you say, I release your power over me. And I forgive you. Now get out of my way. Mm -hmm. Now get out of my way. And become a voice, an advocate for whatever it is that you feel. Um, You know, it's just, you know, it's easy to to try to not take things personal when it's our day-to-day things. But when it's a, a horrible act that's committed against you or a loved one, it's so much harder. It's so much harder. Um, and we, we will never understand why bad things happen in this world. We will never understand. Um, and it, yes, it's unfair that a baby or young, ba- young child is cut short and, and died in fear. It's horrible. But the ones that of us that are left behind to deal with that, we have to find we have to find a way for, for grace to live within ourselves because we're still here. You know, the loved ones that are gone, they're in a better place. You know, they're they're somewhere where nothing can harm or, or hurt them anymore. But we have to find grace within ourselves and find a way to forgive so that we can move forward. It's not to forgive that person. You know, you don't it's not about them. It's not there's the don't take it personal, right? It's not about them. It's about at that point it's about you. The the forgiveness is personal to you. Well, I think at that point you're describing surrender. Surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Surrender is such a complex and beautiful word. Yes, it is. Yeah, acceptance and surrender. Yep. Accept what's happened. It's happened. It can't be changed. It's happened. So accept it. And then surrender to whatever grace you can pull from it, whatever it is. So do you have anything else to add? No, I just wanted to, uh, I guess, express my, my love for this book and share it with others. Yeah, it's, 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 everybody should have this book in their possession. I've owned it like four times and I've given it out to someone every single time. So I think, yeah, I think at this point I got need to order another one and just write my name in it and, you know, just tell people to buy their book, buy this book. But um, yeah, it's, it's right up there in the top two or three books that everyone, everyone should own. The Bogavita also is yeah. a very deep lesson. Um, but, you know, it, it's funny. Don Miguel Ruiz did the best job, I think, at about articulating it in a very condensed manner. 
that everybody can really get into. And like, but like the Bogavita, it's very poetic. It's very epic. You know, it's it's a it's a the journey of the soul sort of thing. So it's one of those that not everybody could hang on to. You know, but the Four Agreements is very easy to understand. Yeah, the Gita I would say is best done in a in a work you know, work group or a study group where you can actually hear what other people's insights are into um, the passages. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a really good teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's kind of a journey book. Like let's, let's go through this together and see what we all can come up with. But, and and each time I read it, I I learn something different. Yeah. Something That's that's another, that's another, um, podcast topic yeah oh yeah that was a good one that was a good one all right dear well i guess we are pretty well done so we'll again be impeccable with your word don't take things personally don't make assumptions and do your best right yeah that's that's all we can ask for if we can be more consciously aware of those things then it would be a much better world right Mm-hmm. all right everybody thank you for your time i hope you enjoyed the podcast please subscribe um pass us along if you know somebody that would enjoy this content share it with them um you know this is something we really enjoy uh that we we really put thought into and for all of us to coordinate our schedules sometimes doesn't always work out but you know we're, we're here we're making it happen so give us a like give us a subscribe and share us with others All right, everyone, we will talk to you next time. Have a great, great day and namaste. Namaste.